The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck. Like a rugged half-ton Tundra, workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design. The Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower farther than ever before. Or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma, delivering trail-dominating power in captivating style. The new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true. And with new available tech, this legendary truck is getting even better. And when you buy a Toyota truck, you buy Toyota dependability, meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Welcome back to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. Eddie Gross and Joe Ostrowski here with you. And since the sale of the Commanders became final, Washington, D.C. has been celebrating nonstop. And that continues this week with BetMGM and BetQL. If you are in the DMV area this Thursday, join the Daily Tips, Michael Jenkins and Chelsea Messenger, along with BetMGM tonight's Ryan Horvat as the Nationals versus New York Mets watch party. Happy hour hosted by BetMGM at the bullpen on Half Street and Navy Yard. Goes from 6 to 10 o'clock. There will be bonus bet drops throughout the event, prize wheel giveaways, and happy hour prices all night long. Please make sure to check it out if you are in the area. You know, for a moment, Joe, it did seem like that we were evolving toward being a commander's show uh, because we said that there was some serious value in saying, yes, Washington can make the playoffs in a weak NFC with a whole lot of unknowns and some elite mm-hmm. wide receivers in that offense. Yes, uh, for sure. And I, we were talking about it during the break. As far as the sale, I know it's massive news, but being a betting show, what do we do with it? How does it impact the players? My thought process is not that much. Maybe some of the, the noise that would infiltrate the locker room a little bit, maybe from the outside, and we live it the media stuff. So maybe we put too much into it. I don't know how much the players are paying attention, especially in season when they're so busy, they don't really have time for that. So I, I don't know that there is a betting angle pro con, whatever with the, with the commanders, but uh, hearing Dan Campbell coming back, that's something else that we missed when we were out the jets. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's going to be good. Don't you think we all know that the teams have the final say, but the Jets are going to be on hard knocks. And the premiere is in two weeks, Ed. Two weeks from tomorrow. We're going to be watching hard knocks. <laughs> That's wild. I, I almost don't want to believe that. Like this first day back of school just got real all of a sudden that, you know, we're just inching closer and closer to football season starting. I I, I will say when it comes to this uh, commander sale, I'm with you. This doesn't matter to me at all from a betting perspective for this year. 
But I do believe that one of the ways that, say, this isn't a completely efficient market uh, in the NFL or you're looking at, okay, how can some team gain some kind of a competitive edge, oftentimes it's through, okay, maybe you get that highly touted free agent that otherwise you wouldn't get. Or maybe uh, you convince someone to, to take a pay cut because all of the facilities around are really, really nice. Uh, you know, Maybe the medical staff is that much better. The coaching staff is that much better. There are ways for an NFL franchise to find edges that do not involve the salary cap. And I do believe under new ownership that Washington is likelier to seize on these edges when they finally are sort of set in stone. You know, everybody's seated. They've got the new name tags out there. The plaques are out there. Everything's set up. I think that's when the commanders should be taken a little bit more seriously, but that's not going to be right away. That's going to be probably next season at the, at the absolute earliest. One thing that we also talked about during the break that I think matters here is oftentimes ownership of NFL teams will care a great deal about who the starting quarterback is and maybe a little less with the rest of the 52-man roster. Uh, so whatever happens as far as the, the starting quarterback position for Washington this year with Sam Howell, that's going to matter a great deal because what can Washington do to make a, a significant pivot if, say, Howell doesn't work out? Are they going to continue investing in him or will new ownership put pressure on and say, actually, we want to go after someone else? That, to me, is also going to be a really interesting angle. Yeah, for sure. Um, and, and we do tend to talk about the commanders like, They've been a four and five win team for quite some time. And with poor quarterback play, they have not been that. They have not. They've been hanging around and they don't need that much of an improvement to end up making the postseason. But uh, we know what we have this season. But moving forward, yes, there will be a new coach. And Rivera, maybe he brings a little stability for right now as things are changing. But there's going to be a change down the road, whether it's a year from now, two years from now, who knows? Maybe it happens midseason. If there's, uh, if there's some struggles. I mean, we had that conversation last year during the year. And I also think there will be a change of quarterbacks because that's the face of the team, like it or not. I mean, right now you bring up McLaurin offensively. We haven't seen it yet, but you talk about Chase Young uh, early on. People thought he was going to be a stud for quite some time, dealing with injuries over the last couple of years. Uh, maybe the face faces of the of the team, whatever they're named, right? It's going to change again, apparently, based on the headlines that I was reading. It's like, yeah, yeah, that's fine. Go ahead, change it because nobody. That's worth four to five win. wins right there. Like, go back <laughs> to being the win. Washington football team. That's what it was I meant liked to it. be. Like, I liked, I liked it. it too. I thought it was great. Like, and yeah. not only that, I would have wished that they had stuck, you know, kept to that name so that maybe other teams in other sports could have also embraced this. Like, what if they were the Cleveland huh. baseball team? That would be really cool. And Washington could have set the standard for other teams to go after that kind of moniker. Instead, it was a one and done. Now they're the commanders. Eh, whatever. Yawn. Move on. But go back to being the Washington football team. Have the numbers on the helmets. You know, establish yes. 19, 20, whatever. Like, that's, that's the way to go. That, that would be a whole lot of fun. See, part of the reason, and, and I'm with you on this, but I think a big part of the reason that I did like the idea of them being the football team is, one, I'm not a fan of them. And 
you know, if I'm a fan of theirs, saying the football team is, yeah, it's pretty dumb, pretty lame. And I don't know anybody who's a fan. Fo- like the Ohio yeah. State, the football team. I think it's Yeah. But, but the initials, which are big, that you see every day if you're a football fan, WFT, I thought that looked cool. So that, that's part of the reason that I did like the football team. Yes, that, that, that would have been nice. Uh, also, uh, speaking of hard knocks, uh, I know the Jets tend to have fights at practices. The one thing, though, about hard knocks that I, I, I don't want to sound like I'm, you know, enjoying others' misery. I'm not that bad of a human being, I hope. Uh, but mm-hmm. I do like the drama within hard knocks of a player getting the news that they've been cut. And just from an entertainment product, uh, that to me is really, really interesting as far as that process for who stays, who goes, and then hearing that devastating news. And it's one of those things where I don't like it, you know, for individual people, but I know it's also a process with which every football team has to have. And so if you sort of look at it as an inevitability and say, all right, you know, somebody has to get cut and it's going to be these people, then at least I want to be a part of that drama. Uh, because, I mean, look, there are winners, there are losers. You, you hope for the best uh, as far as the you know, runner-ups are concerned. But the fact that that's not going to be a part of hard knocks, that the Jets are going to have a whole lot of control over what actually gets put out there, that maybe you know, leaves me a little concerned as far as like how good this might actually be. I know there are fights at Jets practices every year, and so maybe we'll get to see that. That will be a whole lot of fun. But... I, I am sort of cautiously optimistic, I suppose, when it comes to this year's version. Oh, I am. I'm, I'm very optimistic. I thought when it came down to the list of teams that were eligible that the league could force to take on hard knocks, it was a no-brainer. And the Bears were on that list. And it, people probably would think, oh, well, Joe's going to want the Bears. No, I wanted the Jets. I want Aaron Rodgers. And, and you look at all the, the great young talent that they have and Rodgers bringing in all of his buddies and we're going to learn more about Salah and his approach uh, to being a head coach in this league. There, there is one person that stands out to me, Ed, that I think has a great opportunity and they probably don't care about it at all, but an opportunity to change public perspectives viewed as an outright clown I would get to see him behind the scenes, and that's Nathaniel Hackett. Like, I wonder if how people are going to respond to him because that that's always interesting. We learn a lot about the coordinators. So if, if Hackett embraces this, maybe he's going to be viewed in a different way, or people are going to look at last year more more on Russell Wilson instead of Hackett, even though he couldn't get placed in on time and the fans were <laughs> counting down. And I mean, that was a whole thing a season ago, but, but I'm looking, I am looking forward to it. I look forward to it every year, but there are a lot of reasons why I think this, this one will be successful and we'll be talking about it on Wednesdays. Yo, Trey, Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A. Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier. And we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As far 
Former Sports Center anchors and current sports obsessives were consumed by all the what if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle, from the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback. There's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places. It's one of those things where like nine times out of 10 or, you know, 99 times out of 100, a coordinator, you know, we may look on the outside as just football fans and wonder, okay, why is it that this person is in this position? Because they seem to be incompetent in every way, shape, or form. But then you actually get to meet them and you're, and you're like, oh, wow, they're insanely charismatic. Or they actually do, a whole, do know a whole lot about football. They're just really unlucky. Or, you know, there's this one little personality quirk and all of a sudden the whole thing falls apart. Like, there's a reason why Adam Gase was a head coach in the NFL for a few years. Like there, there are plenty mm-hmm. of things you can point to as to uh, his shortcomings, but there's a reason why he made it that far. And so many uh, owners gave him opportunities to succeed because th- there's something about him that kept him in the league for that long. So it, it is one of those deals where you're right that Nathaniel Hackett can definitely, you know, revive, I guess, his overall reputation. At the same time, I feel like that a lot of people can do that in that position. So there's nothing really unique as far as that opportunity is concerned. But as we look at some of the other uh, storylines uh, from, say, this, uh, you know, these last couple of weeks, I want to get your thoughts on DeAndre Hopkins uh, going to Tennessee. Because even though the Titans were, say, one of the favorites uh, to get his services, 
I do think that his presence is not necessarily going to change this offense very much, but I think it's going to change the direction of this offense a great deal. I think what this does is it hurries up the process a little bit to make Will Levis the starting quarterback in Nashville. What do you think? Huh, that's, that's an interesting uh, look at it. Uh, I brought a tear to my eye this morning as I'm getting ready for the show. Paul Aspen's doing transition uh, for America's Favorite Segment with the Daily Tip, and uh, he starts trashing on the Titans. Sweeping the nation. Ha- and, and, and Chelsea was, of course, very upset. Like she's whole, now, now we're back to, uh, in her mind, that Tannehill is still a good quarterback and he's had a good career. They keep drafting quarterbacks for a reason in Tennessee. They can't wait to move on from one Ryan Tannehill. But I'll, I'll probably address that with her tomorrow. But uh, it, <laughs> because it was brought up because Ian McMillan, famous Titans hater, uh, coming on the show later on today. To the move to Levis. Yeah, that makes sense to me. Uh, he's the number one receiver, but he's the number one receiver by default because it's a bunch of guys that they drafted last year. You got Traylon Burks, and they're hoping to develop him. Took him in the first round a year ago. They also have the, a fifth rounder from last year's draft that it, that looks to be a starter this season and an undrafted rookie. So, yeah, D-Hop is is their number one option because of moves they've made over the last couple of years. And their top draft pick this year to the offensive line, maybe to protect Levis. But why do you think that is? Just because their actions are showing us that they want to move on from Ryan Tannehill? Why, Why does the presence of, like, you have to give Levis some sort of an option on the outside instead of just throwing him to the wolves? Is that what you're saying? I think that has a lot to do with it. And also to the leash for Ryan Tannehill, if he basically starts for the first few weeks of the season, I think that leash becomes a good bit shorter because they want to know what they have in Will Levis ultimately. And if the Tannehill to D hop connection is as, isn't as effective to the Titans satisfaction, then they're going to go to Will Levis. And I think they're going to do it much sooner than say, you know, making excuses to say, all right, well, there aren't too many options for Tannehill. Let's continue to develop Will Levis. Let's give him the time that he needs to become an NFL caliber quarterback. I think by having D-Hop out there, it's saying, you know what? We believe that we can win this very weak division. Yeah, Jacksonville made the playoffs, won a playoff game, whatever. But we believe we can still win this division. And because of that, we want to make sure that we are effective offensively and we want to get out of the gates running. And by having D-Hop, I think that means if there's any kind of hiccup whatsoever, they want to go at, go with Will Levis as soon as possible. And to me, I think that's also important because you look at Will Levis's odds for Rookie of the Year, it's 40 to 1. And I think Will Levis has to play like, you know, 13, 14 games for that to be a serious number. But at 40 to 1 with D-Hop, you think that's a good bet at all? That's... Yeah, if we think that there's a chance that he enters maybe a month into the year, that could be a good bet. And on the other side with Arizona, I don't think it's a big deal. They still have some pretty good options on the outside, including Ertz at tight end, more Hollywood Brown. So uh, I, I still think our Cardinals over is still in play. Yes, completely agree 100%. 
This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Coming up next, two weeks worth of grievances in BetQL court right here on the BetQL Network. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today.